Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, September 4th, 2019. I'm Tom Merritt. The U.S. Federal Trade Commission announced Wednesday it has fined Google over allegations that YouTube violated the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, or COPA. Google will pay a total of $170 million in fines. $136 million goes to the FTC. That's the largest fine yet for COPA violations by the FTC. $34 million goes to the New York Attorney General's office over their complaint. COPA requires data collection of users age 12 and younger to be done with parents' consent, along with a few other restrictions. YouTube doesn't age-gate its videos and used data on viewers age 2 to 12 in sales pitches to toy companies. At the same time, Google claimed it didn't have users younger than 13 and did not need to comply with COPA. In addition to the fines, YouTube must now let owners of channels identify child-directed content, and then YouTube must follow all COPA guidelines. Razer announced three 13.3-inch Blade Stealth laptops with Core i7 Ice Lake processors. Two models have the NVIDIA GTX 1650 discrete GPU in them by default. The third model is an Ultrabook with a 25-watt TDP processor with integrated graphics. All three models have 16-gigabyte LPDDR4 3733 MHz dual-channel RAM and PCIe M.2 SSDs. The least expensive of the new Blade Stealth laptops starts at $1,500. The Light Company began shipping Light Phone 2 to crowdfunding backers. Light Phone 2 is designed to be a fully functioning, simple phone, adding to the limited features of the first Light Phone while trying to maintain that promise of limiting distraction. The phone originally was supposed to ship in April, but was delayed to improve the design. Light Phone 2 will retail for $350 with a 2.84-inch e-ink touch display, Bluetooth tethering, and more. Android Q, which is officially Android 10, not Android Quince, is rolling out to Pixel phones now with updates to other phones to follow. Android 10 adds gesture navigation, dark mode, and action buttons in the notification panel. It includes Google Play System Update, which handles OS updates for components like OpenGL without needing a full operating system update. Android 10 also has a new option to give an application info only if it's in the foreground. Facebook announced Tuesday that the U.S. Department of Homeland Security would violate rules if its agents created fake profiles to monitor people seeking to enter the country. Facebook requires all users to use real names. Facebook says it'll shut down accounts of anyone found to violate that policy, even if they're an undercover agent. DHS told the Associated Press that fake accounts make it easier to review Visa, Green Card, and citizenship applications. DHS says it does not allow agents to interact on Facebook, but only passively review information. The USB Implementers Forum has announced the completion of the technical spec for USB 4, the successor to USB 3.2. That means companies can start building projects that use it. Devices with USB 4 are expected to arrive late next year, late 2020. USB 4 will be capable of speeds up to 40 gigabits per second, partly by incorporating Thunderbolt 3. USB 4 devices are also required to include USB power delivery, also called USB PD, that should help reduce the confusion over USB-C cables and devices. And USB 4 cables will be passive up to 0.8 meters, though active cables will be an option. USB 4 will be backwards compatible with older USB standards, and it will use the USB-C style port. The New York Post reports Amazon's testing scanners that identify people by their hands to let them pay for purchases in stores. Sources told the Post the technology is called Orville and is being tested at vending machines at Amazon offices in New York. The machines use computer vision and depth sensors to identify hand shape and size. 
Roku announced the smart soundbar with the 4K Roku Ultra inside. It can connect to any TV using either the HDMI ARC port or optical audio and can connect to devices over Bluetooth. It supports Dolby Audio and advanced signal processing to maintain sync with video. It also has new volume modes like a night mode that raises dialogue volume without raising the volume of explosions. Roku also announced the wireless subwoofer that connects to the Roku smart soundbar by Wi-Fi. Both devices are available for pre-order for $179. At IFA in Berlin, Acer announced four new Chromebooks with screens from 11.6 inches up to 15 inches, all with Google Assistant, starting at $249 up to the convertible Spin 311 model at $329. Acer also expanded its Concept D Prograde laptop line, adding a budget 15-inch Concept D3 model and offering the NVIDIA's Quadro RTX graphics cards and the other three existing Concept D models. They're available in November with the new Concept D3 starting at $1,000 and the upgraded models from $1,700. Finally, Acer announced the $14,000 Predator Thronos Air Gaming Chair, which you may not realize is the cheap version of the $20,000 Thronos chair that it was announced at last year's IFA. This new cheaper version of the Thronos chair doesn't have a motorized arm. It's available in Q4 in Europe and North America. And Asus showed off prototypes of laptop gaming displays at IFA with a 300 hertz refresh rate, promising to ship a 1080p 300 hertz display in the Zephyrus SGX701 in October and in an upcoming Predator gaming laptop. Asus also announced an upgraded ROG Phone 2 Ultimate Edition. This one includes a terabyte of storage and matte black finish, also supports faster Cat 24G LTE, all for 1,199 euros when it arrives in October. As a reminder, the previously announced ROG Phone 2 with its 120Hz OLED display ships this month for €899. And finally, Asus expanded its ProArt line of laptops, including the 17-inch Studio Book Pro 10 with Asus ScreenPad 2.0. That's the new version of the touchscreen trackpad that can be used as a mini display. It has NVIDIA Quadro RTX 5000 and up to Intel Xeon or 9th Gen Core i7 inside. No price on that, but it will be available by the end of the year. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, be sure to subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com and remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.